Hello everyone and welcome back to the Finding Yourself podcast, a mini podcast series centered around movies and TV. I'm your host Kyle Duffy and in today's episode I will be discussing the TV show Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Always Sunny in Philadelphia was released in 2005. It was created by Rob McElhaney and Glenn Howerton. The show has made 14 seasons, all of which are available off of Netflix. To be honest, I could talk about this show all night. So with that said, let's get into my main talking points. First things first, the premise of the show. Always Sunny, if you have seen it before is based around four friends living in Philadelphia who own a bar in the city. The plot centers around these friends running the bar, creating get-rich-quick schemes, pissing a lot of people off in the process, as well as getting drunk in their bar all day. This premise alone mightn't sound like anything new or special, but where Oi Sunny, in my opinion, differs from other TV shows is in its unique perspective of the sitcom. Oi Sunny takes the traditional sitcom tropes and formula, flips it on its head and does a complete 180. What I mean by this is whenever you look at other sitcoms that have come out in the past, Friends, New Girl, Frasier, Third Rock from the Sun, these kind of shows, they have generally good people who become better people as the show progresses. They become better people through the experiences they have, the lessons they learn. Always Sunny takes the solar opposite approach wherein bad people become even worse as the show progresses. In my opinion, adapting this unique structure to their show gives them the edge over a lot of current sitcoms on TV at the moment because it's something new, it's something fresh it's a new adaptation of a sitcom and what I find very impressive is that Always Sunny has been able to achieve in areas where other shows might have failed. It's a very hard thing to step outside the lines and step outside the formal structure of an industry and present something new, take a risk and say here's my creation here's what I want to do and stick to that original plan. Rob McElhaney and Glenn Howerton did this with Always Sunny. One of the main reasons I think Always Sunny never dips in quality is due to the fact that the creators are involved in every area of the show. Not only did Rob McElhaney write the pilot for the show, but he also acts in the show. Charlie Day and Glenn Howerton are actors and writers on the show. They are involved in directing scenes. They have a big influence on casting in the show. Really they are the driving forces behind Always And as a fan, I'm so happy that they were able to keep creative control over this show because I honestly think if this show were to be turned over to other directors or showrunners, it might not have achieved the long-term success that it has today. I also need to take a minute here and talk about the casting of Danny DeVito in this show. Obviously, casting a legendary and accomplished actor like Danny DeVito in your show is going to increase your mass appeal. Probably a good time to put up a spoiler warning just in case I end up going into detail about the show and someone hasn't seen it. I'm assuming with the popularity the show has that most people will have seen Always Sunny but just in case I'll put on my spoiler warning now. With that said Danny DeVito was cast in season 2 he plays Dennis and Dee's father. Dennis played by Glenn Howerton and Sweet Dee played by Catherine Olsen, a very talented actress. I'd also like to take a minute to give a nod to Catherine Olsen as an actress. I was on YouTube a while back and I was looking up scenes of the show because when I go into a show and when I really get into it I do a deep dive on everything. I'm sure many people do the same thing but anyway I was on YouTube looking at a few clips and I learned that Catherine Olsen does all her stunts herself. Now there's not a lot of stunts in Always Sunny but there's a few and I learned through watching YouTube clips that she sustained a good few injuries like concussions, broken nose, like an injured back, stuff like that, like bad injuries. 
it made me respect her more as an actress. Because obviously she's a talented actress. She's a very good actress. But just knowing that she's dedicated to her craft to that extent made me like her that bit more. Because I think originally her character was supposed to be the same voice in a crowd of madness. Basically the stereotypical good girl in an American sitcom. But I think around season two she actually approached writers and voiced concern over where her character was heading. And I think she wanted to go on the character journey that her co-stars characters were going to go on where they would slowly become worse people together. Hoi Sonny's character writing is excellent in my opinion especially for reoccurring characters. The main cast is well thought out, well developed, well rounded characters even though they're horrible people. They're interesting, they have depth and you never get tired of them. The reoccurring characters are just as good. I never get tired of the reoccurring characters on Hoi Sonny. They have a part to play, they also have depth they're well-rounded as well as reoccurring characters can be and in some shows reoccurring characters are just background characters at some stage they become boring they become stagnant and at some stage we're just done with them we don't want to see any more of them and we just want to focus on the main characters always sunny gives their reoccurring characters a lot of influence in the storyline and gives them respect with proper character development the only one downside to always sunny which i feel a lot of tv shows have this downside is that it takes its first season to get on its feet so they're still finding their identity finding their voice as a show but to be honest a lot of tv shows go through this in their first season where they're trying to find their audience they're trying to find their voice so the only reason i actually say it's a downside is it could actually stop people from watching on past season one because they watch season one and they think that's the tone of the show as a whole whereas always sunny took season one to find their feet find their voice and from season two onward the show is quality and the quality only rises as the seasons go on always sunny for me is one of those shows where i can just re-watch and re-watch because the quality has never dipped in my opinion so my advice to you would be if you're watching season one and you're trying to get into always sunny don't judge it on season one alone don't let season one influence your opinion of the show because it only raises the bar from there i remember recommending this show to my brother-in-law and he had a lot of trouble watching season one and he kind of fell out of it and he rang me and he said this show isn't good and i said okay what season are you on and he said oh i'm trying to get to season one and i was like season one is not even relevant to how good it gets so don't pay season one any mind just get through it and the show starts season two that's when the quality starts to rise and rise and rise this has been my review for always sunny i hope you enjoyed it i really can't say anything bad about this show i've not a bad thing to say about it it is such a good show in my opinion it's my comfort show i could re-watch it 10 times over if i'm sick i'm watching always sunny if i have a day off i'm watching always sunny so i really hope you get into it i hope you become big fans of it if you're not already but i'm assuming most people will know this show because it's been so prevalent on tv and netflix for the past couple of years if anyone wants to hear me talk about any show or movie in particular for future episodes feel free to leave a comment with your suggestion of movie or tv show anyway guys thanks for listening and i'll see you next time